Hi everyone. Welcome to Seed Planters with the Cameron family. We meet weekly via video to discuss a new keyword and what we've learned in life regarding each new word. My name is Michelle. I'm Suzette. And I'm Nicole. And I'm Jocelyn. We're three sisters sharing our thoughts with our dad. Join us for today's episode. Hi, everyone. This is the Cameron family, Seed Planters. And we're here to talk again about a different word. Today's word is listen. We will be um, graced with um, our, our moderator for today, who will be Suzette. Hi, everyone. Um, welcome again, as Michelle has said. Um, today, we're focusing on the word listen. And I just wanted to throw out the question to everyone. If you were to use this word in a sentence, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Um, I'll open the floor to everyone to begin. Hi, everyone. This is Nicole. So um, listen lets me think that there are obviously if it's a different word and there's maybe a different meaning from hearing. Um, with hearing being a sense, you know, that we use um, our senses to hear, but listen has a little bit different, deeper intention. I guess intentionality is probably the best um, connection so that you're focused and you're um, dialed in and you are trying to understand what is being said or what you're what you are hearing so that's what first uh came to my mind with the word listen okay um i'll share mine very briefly so listening i do agree with nicole saying that it's not the same as hearing um, we can hear sounds we can hear voices um we don't necessarily tune in but when you're listening, it, it carries forth an action. So if I'm listening to something, it's usually um, I'm going, there's going to be a reaction. There's going to be a response. Um, I'm going to be doing what I've heard said, or if it's a command that was given, then um, my action will show that I was listening to what was said. Um, listening um, allows the other person that's talking to you if it's someone um, telling you something, um, that's how you show that you understand. So listening shows understanding, um, comprehension, and um, there's also an expectation from the person that's giving the command or saying something, because when you listen, um, I'm expecting you to do something. There has to be something that follows. Um, that's what I'll say for now. So for me, when I hear listen, I think of um, being in tune with what's going on around you. And I think we've said that in some way or form already. We're paying attention to the things that um, are happening around us. And we're not um, ignoring anything that, um, that we need to focus on. Sometimes listening means it's a, like a way of protecting yourself as well. Um, you hear something startling, something scary. 
um, a gunshot in the distance or something like that, it, it puts you on high alert and it makes you aware that something needs to be, um, you may have to take some kind of action based on what you've heard. Thank you, Michelle. Um, Dad, you would like to share? Okay. Listen means that somebody is expecting another person to respond or not necessarily just another person, but is this expecting a response from something that they had said or were saying. Um, so if there is no one to actually listen to what was being said, it would negate, negate the intention of the speaker or the person who has um, been saying something and the result would not be what they're expecting of the person speaking um, or the person hearing rather, sorry. Um, it means that also that someone would be paying attention to what was being said. That means your, your ear is tuned to what was being said, and you are actually, as I said before, paying attention to what was being said. And like the definitions that were given earlier, I, 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 I really i am in tune with that with them because in a real sense someone has to be speaking or giving instructions and there ought to be someone that's listening and exercising or carrying out uh, instructions that were given So this is, this is really good. A lot of things that have been done on a daily basis are done because we have received instructions and we have been carrying them out. At this time, I'll return to Michelle, who will give us the definitions and scriptures uh, that refer to the word listen. So the definitions, we use the Merriam-Webster Collegiate um, Online Dictionary. And listen is to pay attention to sound. For example, listen to music. To hear something with thoughtful attention, give consideration. For example, listen to a plea. To be alert, to catch an, an expected sound, listen for his step. And also, um, as a transitive verb, it's to give ear to or hear. Um, there's also the act of listening, which is the noun. And for synonyms, you have attend, hark, hear, mind, heed. And there's a couple, a few examples that I wanted to share for, for the verb, using it as a verb. I listened as hard as I could, but I couldn't hear a word of what he said over all that noise. She listened with interest as he told her about his travels. 
And then as a verb, it was first used um, in the 12th century. And as a noun, it was started to be used in actually 1788. The origin of this word is coming from Middle English, Old English, Sanskrit. Um, there are different um, variations of the word evolving from there. Now, I'm also sharing scriptures that go along with the word or have the word in them that we're looking at. So Isaiah 49, reading verses 1 to 3, um, King James Version, Listen, O isles, unto me, and hearken, ye people, from afar. The Lord hath called me from the womb, from the bowels of my mother hath he made mention of my name. And he hath made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand hath he hid me and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver hath he hid me and said unto me, Thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Genesis 3, verses 17, let's see. Yeah, verses 17 to 19. To Adam he said, because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree from which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. And this is NIV. And NIV, Genesis 4, verses 10 to 12, the Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opens its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Genesis 18, 10 to 12 NIV. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, after I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Genesis 27, 8 to 10. Now my son, listen carefully and do what I tell you. Go out to the flock and bring me two choice young goats so I can prepare some tasty food for your father just the way he likes it. Then take it to your father to eat so that he may give you his blessing before he dies. Genesis 30, 22 to 24. Then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and enabled her to conceive. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son and said, God has taken away my disgrace. She named him Joseph and said, may the Lord add to me another son. Um, Exodus 4 verses one to three, Moses answered, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say the Lord did not appear to you? Then the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. The Lord said, throw it on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake and he ran from it. Deuteronomy 18 verse 15, 
The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. Okay. Uh, Judges 5 verse 3. Hear this, you kings. Listen, you rulers. I, even I, will sing to the Lord. I will praise the Lord, the God of Israel, in song. Ruth chapter 2 verse 8. So Boaz said to Ruth, my daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field and don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. 1 Samuel 3, verses 9 and 10. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, for your servant is listening. 1 Samuel Chapter 24, verses 9 and 10. He said to Saul, Why do you listen when men say David is bent on harming you? This day you have seen with your own eyes how the Lord delivered you into my hands in the cave. Some urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not lay my hand on my Lord because he is the Lord's anointed. Okay. Psalm 34. 11 to 14, come my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Matthew 17, verse five. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them and a voice from the, the cloud said, this is my son whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. Listen to him. Luke chapter two, verses 46 and 47. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. Acts 16, verse 25. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. 1 John 4, verse 6, We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. And the last verse I wanted to share, James 4, that's 2, James 4, 13 and 14. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Thank you, Michelle. Um, we'll continue on with another question that I'd like to throw out to everyone. Um, how do you think the word applies to God? Um, I would like to begin with it um, very briefly and then open the floor to everyone. Um, listening, I was listening to some of the scriptures that were being read, and a specific one was with Samuel. And um, I noticed that when God was calling him, he did not actually speak to him until he was ready to listen. So 
when God is giving in, or wants to give instruction to us, he wants to make sure that we're going to listen to what he's saying. So he won't say it or he won't give the instruction until we're tuned in. So it's important to be in a position where you're ready to hear and um, listen to the voice of God, to the instructions that he's given to you um, so that you can carry it out exactly as he commands. Um, he won't just, sometimes we're too busy and we find ourselves not even finding the time to sit and listen to him. And so sometimes he'll invade our dreams in order to get the message across because there's some way or form or other he needs us to hear and to listen to what he's telling us to do. It's, it may be important for um, most of the times it may be for the season or some of the time it's um, a timely word. So if you, if you don't listen at that time and, be, and are able to carry it out, then there could be a blessing that's missed. There could be someone's life that you could save just by being able to follow um, some instruction that the Lord has given to you. So it's important to be in tune with his spirit so that you can hear what it is that he has to say. Anyone else at this time? Yes, this is Nicole. Um, so one of the themes that I noticed with a lot of the scriptures was that it would be just like Suzette was saying, it's like, listen, and then the instruction comes. So it's, um, it's trying to grab your attention and make sure that you are um, tuning out everything else and listening to what God is saying. And a lot of times it was um, instruction to prevent harm, you know, or to save your life or, you know, a promise, you know, something good that was going to come from you listening or good instruction um, to benefit your life. But he had to make sure that you weren't going to be distracted by um, other things. And, um, and I think that relates, you know, not just to what others might have said, but even to what we might be saying to ourselves. So it's like, ignore what your thoughts or your preconceived um, notions might be and listen to God because he, what he's saying is truth and supersedes everything else. Um, like I think about with Sarah, when she um, was like, look, I'm old, how am I going to have a baby, you know? And, you know, God was telling her what was going to, or she was listening to what was being said, um, where God was saying that he was going to give them what, you know, they desired for many, many years, um, which was a child. And so, um, like I said, I think, you know, with the word, with the Bible, let's listen. And then the information is given. So that way you're tuned in to what is being said and ignoring what other um, input might be happening around you at that time. Yes. Yeah, so when I think of it, how it applies to God, I noticed too that the times when God was talking, like for example, Samuel, when God called Samuel, he was probably about the age of five based on what, you know, the theologians say. Um, age does not determine whether or not God wants to speak to you. That's one thing. So God can speak to very young people as well. That's one. And then the other thing that I, I'm thinking about too is that the information that God told Samuel wasn't necessarily information that was pleasant because he let him know 
that um, Eli's family was going to be judged and things were going to change. And obviously, as the things happened with Eli, Samuel would then replace him. So I can only imagine that Samuel was very young when he had to take over and probably do a lot of the things that Eli was doing as he was the, you know, the priest. And so listening to God means get ready for what's coming, but it could be something that's not very pleasant too, you know? So that's the thing. And as I said before, that you can be very young and God speaks to you at that age, at a young age. Thank you for listening to Seed Planters with the Cameron family. Join us for our next episode next week.